Episode 53, Love Part 1, The Attachment Theory. Hello and welcome to Dumi's Daily Grind. My name is Dumi and thank you so much for joining me today. I have created this channel to share my life experiences, inspirations I found from others, learnings I have earned and things I have been taught throughout various periods of my life especially the ones related to sobriety, finding serenity, and general mental health topics, with spiritual growth at the forefront. Please subscribe if you enjoyed this kind of content, and please support the channel by becoming a Patreon. The link is available below. In the next three episodes, I will be looking at love and relationships, specifically around theories based on scientific and psychological perspectives around why we love, how we love, and our beliefs around the topic of love. In these three episodes, I would like to take a look at the concept of love, specifically because we all experience it in one way or another. The English Dictionary defines love as simply an intense feeling of deep affection, a great interest and pleasure in something, liking and enjoying something a lot. And according to Wikipedia, it further is defined as something that encompasses a range of strong and positive emotional and mental states from the most sublime virtue or good habit, the deepest interpersonal affection to the simplest pleasure. An example of this range of meanings is that the love of a mother differs from the love of a spouse, which differs from the love for food. Most commonly, love refers to a feeling of a strong attraction and an emotional attachment. Now, in my episode titled Day 7, To Love Completely is the Greatest Gift of All, I spoke there about the four unique forms of love, that are found in scriptures that are communicated through the four Greek words eros, storge, philia, and agape, which are romantic love, family love, friendship love, and the God's divine love. And I was so excited to record that episode. Now, have a listen if you are interested in looking at it from that angle. Now, let me talk about the scientific theories I have become aware of thanks to the lecture named The Science of Love from the Great Courses series of lectures, starting with the attachment theory, which is based on the foundational idea in understanding intimate relationships 
derived from early childhood relationships. Attachment theory is one of the most popular theories at the moment, and it has become very influential in the past few years. This theory focuses on relationships and bonds between people, including those between a parent and a child and between romantic partners. The first attachment theorist is recorded to be British uh, psychologist John Bowlby, who described it as a lasting psychological connectedness between human beings. Now, Bowlby found that attachment is not merely of the feeding relationship between the child and the primary caregiver, because the primary caregiver feeds the child and provides nourishment. Therefore, the child becomes attached. He, however, found that instead, that care and comfort play an even larger role than merely feeding. It is a biological and psychological attachment by the child to his primary parent or caregiver and the maternal or paternal relationship of protection that this theory is actually based on. We get attached for psychological reasons, although too much attention can be detrimental to growth and needs to be limited for healthy growth. So in a nutshell, he believed that the earliest bonds formed by children with their caregiver have a tremendous impact that continues throughout life. Hello and Balby's research concluded that this behavior will remain the same as long as we shall live. This is where Mary Ainsworth expanded. In her research in the 1970s, this psychologist um, expanded on Balby's original work and her groundbreaking strange situation study revealed the profound effects of attachment on behavior. Further studies seem to agree and support Ainsworth's theory that these um, have an impact on behaviors later in life. The attachment styles are as follows. There is the secure style where these people are said to be independent. They are secure and have trust as a basic characteristic. They are self-assured and have a healthy self-esteem. They are more open-minded in meeting others and forming relationships. They are not afraid to engage with others and show consistency in how they deal with others. They are not clingy and do not smother their partners. They usually have really long-term relationships. They are intimate, affectionate, as they do not have the fear of rejection that much. Their coping skills are pro-social, autonomous, and they have a great ability to manage their feelings and impulses. And they surely are really resilient in the face of adversity. The majority of the world population actually fit into this attachment style. The next attachment style is called anxious ambivalent attachment. 
These people are said to be raised by inconsistent parents or caregivers who are usually distracted, annoyed, and disinterested. This behavior from parents causes low self-esteem, a high desperation for attention. They tend to learn very quickly how to self-soothe. They feel a deep lack of love and are very clingy and may be very controlling in their relationships. The ambivalent attachment style is considered uncommon, affecting an estimated 7% to about 15% of children and as a result of poor parenting availability. These children cannot depend on their primary caregiver to be there when they need them. They tend to push people away and they show extremity when it comes to love. They are clingy and jealous. They are never sure of their partner's love and may display one of two extremes, either people-pleasing or controlling in an abusive way. They are afraid of being alone in general. The next style is avoidant attachment, which is believed to be derived from parents who are consistently bad and abusive. And as a result, these adults lack the need for love. They're very independent. They have low self-esteem and do not attach very easily to anyone as they are afraid of being abandoned. As children, they would tend to avoid parents or caregivers, showing no preference between a caregiver and a complete stranger. This attachment style might be a result of abusive or neglectful caregivers. Children who are punished for relying on a caregiver will learn to avoid seeking help in the future. They tend to steer clear of relationships. They have a lot of first dates, many one night stands, and they heavily rely on themselves. They fear closeness and avoid being too dependent. And they are very good at building up the emotional walls to protect themselves. The fourth one is called disorganized insecure attachment. Now, this style was found during later research in 1986 by researchers uh, Mann and Solomon, where they found that in such cases, these children's parents or caregivers may have served as both a source of comfort and a source of fear leading to this disorganized behavior. Their behaviors are a confusing mix um, who may seem disoriented, dazed, or confused themselves. They may avoid or resist the parent and they lack a clear attachment pattern, likely linked to inconsistent primary caregiver or parenting behavior. There is a range or a spectrum though, so one can have all four tendencies or more than just one. This is dependent on the current relationship, exposures and general environment that we find ourselves in. Caregivers in the scenario can be mothers, 
fathers, guardians, uncles, aunts, and basically anyone who is a strong attachment figure and their influence is said to form these styles from childhood. Now, being a helicopter parent is not advised for parents who would like to have a secure child. Open communication with your child, even using technology. It is strongly believed, however, that these styles are not necessarily permanent as every individual may have a sense of flexibility and the ability to change. And although these patterns can persist, change is possible as they are a starting point and we are all capable of conscious change if we put in the work. We also have different attachment styles toward different people. The most important thing is that we can heal. So what are your thoughts on this? What do you think your style is? There are ways to find out and I propose that you do find out so you can implement the change needed if possible. Now, in the next episode, I will be looking at the um, evolutionary theory of love, um, what it proposes and how it is said to function. For now, I just want to thank you for your time, your support and being with me on this journey toward finding serenity. If you enjoy listening to me or if you enjoy watching my channel, I would appreciate it if you would subscribe and you can also become a Patreon if you feel like it. Um, the Patreon link is available below or you can find it on www.patreon.com forward slash Jimmy's Daily Grind. If you would like to get in touch, you can send me an email at dumisdailygrind at gmail.com. If you prefer listening rather than watching, you can find my podcast, Dumis Daily Grind, on popular podcast apps such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others. Now, until I see you next time, Stay well and may your higher power shower you with blessings and keep you safe today. Let us be diligent with the work required to achieve our goals and hopefully experience serenity and peace of mind. The answers are always right in front of us and will be revealed if we truly seek them. Let us be present, conscious and intentional in our lives and grow positively to achieve the happiness that we truly seek. Goodbye for now. Lots of love. Thank you.